Congo e Missi Cerovano, Congo e Missi Cerovano, Congo e Missi Cerovano, Congo e Missi Cerovano, Congo e Missi Yes, receive the promotion. Katika Maisha. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, praise God. Are you glad to be here? How was your day? Coming up fine? What town nilifikiria amtafika? Because I heard there was a lot of rain in town. Were you in town today? Um, I hear that there was a lot of rain in town. But uh, I'm glad that you have come. And because you have come... We need to hear the word. Amen. We, we started on a journey of looking at the book of 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy. Um, uh, that's where we are. Just looking at um, the letter of Paul to Timothy. The last letter actually he's writing here. Um, praise God. Praise God. He's writing in prison very emotional letter and uh, writing to his dear son amen uh, did you carry your amens to church today amen yeah amen hallelujah amen glory glory hallelujah so second timothy writing in prison and uh, writing to his dear son. Uh, for those that were not here, we started the journey, uh, a few points. We said number one, or A was what? Uh, we were talking about what? In your notes. Eh? In your notes, if you remember your notes. A was? Eh? Function of ministry. What? Eh? Eh? Affliction. Affliction. Right, we were writing chapter 1, Afflictions of Ministry. Okay? Uh, so I was not asking for the title actually, but I was asking for point number A. Uh, his calling, eh? Yeah. Title, Affliction for Ministry. Then, the first one was what? His calling, his calling. His calling, and we said number one, for those that were not here, we are repeating for them. Number one, the will, that he was called by the will of God. Paul was not called by a human being. That our calling is from God. Hallelujah. Paul, an apostle by the will of God. That means every place that you are called, a minister, your ministry, you must ensure that it's from God. It's not from a human being. They, according to the will of God. And number two, come on now. Number two, 
Eh? By the promise of life. You remember? By the promise of life. Paul, an apostle of uh, the Lord by the will of God and by the promise of life. That promise is what God has called us. And he has called us according to the promise. This promise of life in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So that, that's why he has, there is a promise that has been given to Paul by the Lord Jesus Christ, the promise of life, that this life we are living here is just a little bit of what we are supposed to spend in eternity. There is bigger life that is coming. So we must always live in view of eternity. Amen? Number three? Yeah? Was there number three? So we are talking about the dear son, isn't it? So we are going to number two, actually. Huh? The second one was what? His son. And his son, his dear son. The relationship that Paul had with his son is dear. They were not... You know, God has called us to have a real relationship in this work. That you are not just seeing somebody on TV, or you are not just seeing somebody or a preacher. If somebody is speaking grace into your life, you need to have a personal relationship with them. That is why when Paul is writing this letter, he's saying, to my dear son. And there are certain things that his, the father is doing to the son. Huh? One of them, of them was what? Wish him grace and mercy and peace be upon you. That, that means that Paul in his heart has the well-being of his son. He's not just looking for the church attendance and their giving and what, no. The deepest of his heart, he wants his son to be well. He wants his son to do well. He really wishes him growth, expansion, development, success, isn't it? Grace, mercy, and, and peace be unto you. And you remember when you were looking at the book of Jude, we looked at the same words, isn't it? Be multiplied to you. Grace be multiplied to you. Peace be multiplied to you from our Lord Jesus Christ. So he's wishing them well. And there is nothing also he's doing to, the, to, to him. What is it? Praying for him. He's saying, I pray for you day and night. What a blessing to have somebody who can pray for you day and night. That at his groanings, at his supplication, he's saying, Lord, bless my son. Lord, expand him. Lord, cause him to know you. Hallelujah. Cause him to grow in your knowledge. Cause him to be strong in the power of your might. Cause him not to be swayed by the snares of this world. Cause him to be firm and rooted in you. Hallelujah. Cause him to know how large, how high, how wide is your love. Cause him to know you truly. Amen. That I pray for you day and night. Glory to God. What was the other one? His service. Now number three was his service. That is his service. He says, I serve. Isn't it? He, 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 he was proud and took confidence in the fact that he served. You know, he spoke from this, his heart. He was confident. Uh, he, he can testify about that confidently that I serve God. Huh? It is not just some things that people are saying or what my pastor is saying. No, God knows that I serve him. I serve him. For that grace, when writing to Corinthians, we say Corinthians 15.10, the grace of God that was given to me was not in vain. For I labored above them 
all, yet not I, but the grace of God that was upon me. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10. I labored. Yeah, I was not just somebody who was there adding, adding uh, the numbers. No. In the ministry, I was on top. I labored. I gave my time. I gave my resources. I gave my everything that I have. My gift, my talent. I gave it to the ministry. And so you could say, I serve. But secondly, out of what? Sincere heart. It's a clear conscience, isn't it? Out of a clear what? Conscience. He was serving out of a very clear conscience. That his conscience was not fighting him. No. His conscience was very clear. Whatever I'm doing, I'm doing from the heart. It's not to be a man pleaser. It is not out of hypocrisy. It is not out of uh, uh, what we call the gain. You remember when we were talking about First Timothy? There are those people who are... It's, it, the versions you have is called filthy lacquer, isn't it? But it, it is the gain, selfish gain. It's not out of selfish gain, it's just out of a very clear conscience. And number three was what? Was that I'm following on those people who have gone before me, isn't it? There is a pattern that has already been there that I can be counted among them. When we are talking about uh, John Knox, when we are talking about Smith Wigglesworth, when we are talking about recently Billy Graham, when we are talking about Reinhard Bonke, the labor they have given. Ah, oh, I'm a part of that. I've labored with a clear conscience, serving like my ancestors did. And your ancestors are not those people who are, who are waiting in those African shrines, uh, waiting to fulfill their African traditions. Your ancestors are like Paul. Hallelujah. The great cloud of witnesses that we found in Hebrews. Those are your ancestors. Like Abraham served. Like Isaac served. Like Job endured. Hallelujah. Like Esther served and prayed and delivered the people of Israel. Those are your ancestors. And you say, I have served like my ancestors. Like Nehemiah. We said, and the word of the Lord came to my heart and I told the nobles. I spoke to the nobles. Spoke to the nobles, I said, do not be wary. Do not lose hope. Stand firm and fight for your children, for your sons, for your daughters. Fight for them. Hallelujah. You serve like your ancestors. Hey, come on, you have the DNA of them, of your Elisha and Elijah. You have the DNA of Daniel in the face of adversity. You can stand and look adversity in the eye and say, I'm not moving. Because the Bible says, for the testing of your faith has great gain. Mm. When your faith is tested, there is something better that is coming. So you should be happy. And we preach this over and over. I don't know why. That when your faith is tested, you should be glad. Because it means that God has seen you fit. That will qualify for the next level. Amen. So that was number three. Was it number three? Number four? His testimony. He says, for your sincere faith. Number one, he said, your sincere faith. You have genuine faith. And how do you know the genuineness of faith? Huh? You put it under test, isn't it? Yeah. How do you know the authenticity of minerals or of gold and silver? You pass through the fire. When you pass through fire, what you see comes out is not wood, 
is not something else. He says, you have seen sincere faith in you. That faith is not only in you. The same faith that was in your grandmother who? Lois. The same faith was in your mother, Eunice. And now abides in you. That faith abides in you. It's resident in you. And I told you when it gets to the third and fourth generation, he's a dynamite. Yeah? <laughs> he's a dynamite. You wait for it. See how your grandchildren are going to do exploits. When you labor in this work and just stay put, you understand? See how your grandchildren are going to be great people in this land. Hallelujah. You are still grappling with your salvation. Some things are hectic. Sometimes you feel like you're drawn behind. Why? Because you are charting a course that has never been charted. You are the first person that is making way. And when you're making way, you have to push against so many obstacles. You understand? But once you overcome these challenges, your children, and then your children's children, ah, <laughs> they're going to be people of pedigree. You understand? Yeah. That seed, the Bible says, and your seed shall be great in the land. He was talking to Abraham. Remember Abraham, the Bible says in Genesis, and Terah left the Chaldeans, the Ur of the Chaldeans, to go where? To Canaan, isn't it? But when he arrived in Haran, he settled there. But his goal was what? Haran. But his son had to take it from him where he had left. The Bible says, and the word of the Lord came to Abraham and said, leave here. Let me take you to the land that I will show you. It was not news. It was not something new. No. It is a journey that had been started by his father. Yes? So when you read Abraham, he, doesn't, he didn't start anything new. No. His father started it up to a certain level. And then Abraham took it off. Because he started it is Terah who started to go. The Bible says, when he left Ur, his destination was Canaan. But when he arrived in Haran, he settled there. But now his son. <laughs> the, and the purpose of Abraham was just now to take them now to, to Canaan. But now his children were to settle and conquer the place. You understand? Now his generation... By the time you come to David, ah, the grace is multiplied. Yes. So in your generation. I, I used to love my grandmother, my grandfather, my paternal grandfather used to serve was a, a clergy with, uh, with the new, how did they call it? New Apostolic Church. And if you know how near apostolic church, all their pastors are usually given black suits with the black tie. Isn't it all? Yeah, all of them. I used to see the man. Ah, now this, this is it. Yeah? Yeah. But he dropped the ball. Out of his children, nobody. No, no one. It was a, a lost generation. It was, uh, he didn't hand over properly. You know, uh, the most critical things in running of relays is how you hand over. In fact, they say in four by one, uh, I, love, I love athletics, the, the, the running. Not, not, not the, um, the very long ones. Sometimes I, I, I forward. I, 
I see after they have run, they have recorded so that I can forward. But, but the short ones, I, handing over, that is where we are told that it is not the fastest runners that win relays. It is the best baton handlers. Even one time, U.S. had the fastest team. In, in other words, it means all of them would win the 100 meters. But they lost four by one because of handing over. Mm? And most of us lose it by when we are handing over. Mm. When we are handing over. So you must work until that little boy, you hand it over to him. By the time Isa is rising like this, this world will know there is a, a, there is a boy. But somebody, his pastor will be sitting and say, I, I know the grace of God upon your life. I know the faith. Looks like that faith was in your mother. Then, by the time they are giving birth, now it was in your grand, grandfather. Lois passed it over to Eunice. Eunice passed over to, to Timothy. By the time Timothy is a, an, a, a, a teenager, he's be, being given overseership over churches. Hmm? Paul is telling him, let nobody despise you. Be an example because of that seed. Okay? That was number four, right? Number five? Instructions. 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 Instructions say now, fun to do to what? To flame. Now, because you want to hand over fun to flame the gift that is in you by the laying on of your the hands of the betros, the elders. Now the gift that is in you, don't allow it to die. And most of us, researchers say that we are, even the, the, the most active person uses only 10% of what we have. Imagine. Most of us are using below 1%. So imagine if you just assess yourself and say, Lord, Every gift, every talent you've laid in me, I want to, to be poured. I want to be exercised. I want to fan. And then you seek for opportunities to fan it until... And like I've always told you, you don't have to get old huh, to excel in your gift. Because some of us think that excelling in your gift is a function of age. No, it's not a function of age. You can discover it today and just come forth and just exploit. So fun to flame the gift of God that is within you. All right? Because now the Bible says, for God has not given us what? The spirit of fear. Because that is number one killer. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of what? Power of love and of sound mind. Conversion says self-discipline or self-control. Sound mind, that you be sober. You remember the prodigal son came to his senses because our greatest problem other than fear is being sober. Sometimes we lose our mind. And if you see the terrible mistakes you've done, some ujinga ujinga umefanya ni kwa sababu sometimes uliruka akili kidogo. Sindio? Eh, sinikweli. So unakumbuka hiyo video. So uliruka akili kidogo, uliporudi kwa your senses, 
Because you know what? Even this guy I'm crying over. Why? Why, why was I crying? Such a useless person. Hmm? But at that, a certain point, ulkume ruka kidogo. Ruka akili. Alright. Instruction. Then next was what? Eh? The church. And the church was that do not be ashamed of what? Eh, the gospel. Do not be afraid to suffer for the gospel. Do not be afraid to suffer for the gospel. And number two, do not be afraid or do not be ashamed of me, a prisoner. Yes. The ministers, the people who suffer for the gospel, do not be ashamed to, 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 to associate with them. Ah. And number three, be ready to do what? Be ready to partake of this gospel. You must know from the beginning that God has called me to a place to take my cross and follow him. There, the, the, the path is not going to be smooth. There are things because I stand against and, or I stand for, I am going to suffer for it, isn't it? And we say we are not going to wait for a Magedon. Yeah, you know, some of us have seen those funny, funny movies. The end time, Tekken or something. So we are waiting for those days when the king of Babylon is going to call and say, who does not have the mark? People are already getting the mark. Even now you can choose to be for Christ or against Christ. So people suffer because of already what their choices. You are choices every day. You are ch every minute you are choosing for or against Christ. Okay? But be ready. Know that this path is going to be difficult sometimes. But the Bible says, be of good cheer. I have overcome. This world you're going to have trouble, John 16, 33, but be of good cheer because I've overcome it. He didn't promise us a simple life, uh, you know. No. But he said, I'm going to be with you always. I'll not leave you. He said, I will not leave you or I'll not forsake you. Yes? Even when you go through fire, I'm walking with you. When you go through the high waters, I'm going with you. I'll hold your hand. So no matter how painful it is, I'll hold, I'll hold your hand. Uh, hallelujah. Is that where we reached last week? Wonderful. So you write next point. Number what? Number what? Mm, seven. Seven is the nature of our calling. The nature of our calling. Come on, are you understanding what I'm saying? Ah, the nature of our calling. How is the nature of our calling? Number one, we are called. First of all, we are saved and called. For he has saved us and called us. He has saved us and called us. Remember, that means he has removed us somewhere. Saving means to be rescued, isn't it? But he has called us to. Eh? That means he did not just separate us and leave us hanging somewhere. After separating us, he called us. That means he gave us something. 
Most people think that I'm just saved, I'm, I'm rescued. That is true. But also, apart from being rescued or saved, you have also been called. Remember, many are what? But few are. Yeah. So he has, cho he has chosen us. In Mark 3, verse 14, he said, uh, and he ordained to himself 12. That means the, the people that were there were not few. There were many. He said, out of the many people that he had, he ordained 12. That they may be with him. And that he may send them to preach. Okay? He ordained 12 out of them. Ukisema, you took two out of. Does it mean it was more than two? Eh? It was more than two. So he was not just walking with the two confused many people. No. He had a, number, a, a big number of people. But out of them he chose 12. He said, now you, come be with me. Walk with me. Walk with me. And then, after you have known me, yes, I'm going to send you to tell others about what now you have known. Okay? So, I am saved and called. Number two, our calling is a holy calling. It's not just any other calling. It's a holy calling. It's a holy calling. Holiness means consecrated, set apart for special use. You remember 2 Timothy, we'll be looking at that. 2 verse 20. In this big house, there are many vessels, isn't it? Some of honor, some for dishonor. Yes. If a vessel is clean, it should be good for master's use. So if we cleanse ourselves from the latter, we shall be noble, useful for the master, isn't it? So it means that our calling is holy. It's not reja reja. No. The, look. Apostle. Apostolos means one that is sent. The problem with our understanding is that we don't really know how that works because remember apostle was not a religious term. It was a government term. That means the government, the governor used to send people on his behalf called messengers. They are called apostolos or the sent out ones. The difference between that was not just appointees. A governor would not send somebody who is not his friend. So he used to send only those who are his friends. And that's the thinking of scripture. And that's why God is very mad. That there are people who are going to prophesy about him, but are, he has not sent them. That is why he's very mad about the, past, the, the prophets, the apostles, the pastors, who are speaking on his behalf, yet he has not been sent by him. Because the master only sends his friends. It was not appointment. It was not something that you qualify, looks at your CV and you go through interview. No. He had friends. He had people that he has grown with. He says, now I'm going to that region of Philippi or I'm going to that territory. I want you to take this scroll to them and speak. Now, when this person, every messenger of the governor, when he comes, it was as if he himself came. He says, I was with my friend today. And he said, this is what he wants. Okay? That is why it's very important that I'm saved 
But not only that, I'm born, I'm begotten of God, but I'm also called. Among them, also, God has called me and says, now, come, be my friend. Then, because you're my friend, I'm now going to send you to speak of my word. He says, it is a holy calling. Holy is not just what, what is clean. It is also privileged position. It is also set apart. It is consecrated. Consecrated means there are those things in your house that you have set apart for a special use. True? I know you guys have a problem understanding that. But when you are born in Kitambo, you know. There are places, there, there is a cabinet you don't open. You don't open at all. And not every guest at Mutua Mkutembelea or your aunties came. No, 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 no. There are special people. And when you see mama saying, now, uh, bring me that key. I want to open. That is a special person. You understand? That's what consecrated means. Separated. That means God has kept you in a special place. Since this one is for a very special assignment. So you are saved and called. You are called to a holy calling. And number three, that it is not by our, our works. <laughs> the nature of our calling is not by our works. We didn't sit down and say, okay, now, uh, bring your resume or your CV. How have you worked? How is your life? Now, this is in, important because God does not ask anybody's opinion about you. That is why, look, that's why I still believe in the scriptures that God from the, from the first day, that is why religious people have a problem with this principle. Because in religious mindset, when you come, you have to take through the processes, so many processes. But when God call, calls you, he qualifies you immediately. Huh? <laughs> he qualifies you immediately. Look, if somebody who get, got pregnant out of wedlock is not qualified to serve, what shall we do with Paul? A murderer. A vagabond. Somebody who... And what shall we do with Moses? Eh? A fugitive. And a murderer. That God himself... No wonder God did not did not send even the, 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 the synagogue elder to appoint Moses. He went by himself. Because he knew every religious leader would look at this guy's CV and say, look, first of all, holy God, Elohim, Moses. Moses is a murderer. Number two, the country where you want him to, to post him for ministry, he was banished. He was told never to go back there. Do you remember? He, he flee to Midian, isn't it? He was told you cannot serve here. But when God, and now this guy has given up, he's serving, you know, he's even married, he's, he's moved on. He's moved on. He remember your ministry, doing what? I'm a Chandanayo, I'm a Rudy, I'm a part at least a job, Mahali, an Alicia, Nini, an Alipoka minimum wage. He's left. But when he's doing that, God says, you see, when you read the story of Moses, don't think that he's unreasonable. No, he's just a human being. Saying, uh, but uh, who? 
Lord, you see, you must have mistaken. Because it is not just Pharaoh that sent me away. It is my own people. Those people you want me to go and save are the people that are asking, who made you ruler over us? I know you killed somebody. Do you know how people use your, your history? Huh? <laughs> but look, I read somewhere that God has chosen the foolish things of this world. The wise. God has chosen the useless things. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26 and 27. Why? It's because now when we come to God and we serve, no one will boast. No one will boast that Mimi and Elizalewa have been good since primary. Even my kindergarten, I was speaking in tongues. No. All of us has a story. Those are the people God chooses. So when you stand and speak and say, I am the least of them all. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ came to save the world of whom I'm the chief sinner. That is Paul. I see. I'm the chief sinner. So that now when you're talking to people, you extend grace. You know, if God rescued me. Ah. But you see, if you, are, you, you had nothing being rescued from, yeah, you'd be standing before people and at us were lay why can't you just be serious? Why? Because you... Huh? So it's a, it's a holy calling. It's not because of our works. Then number four, it is for his own purpose. Now, when you come, leave your agenda. Because most of us come and want to do our own things. Hmm? I don't know if you have ever seen uh, the, the, the... This generation can only understand things related to media, social media, WhatsApp. I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen this kind of people that you have this idea, you form a WhatsApp group, and immediately they start posting. And you are wondering, where are you? Kumba, this guy is just waiting for an opportunity to do his own things. He's waiting for platform. Now you open a group, you put 300 people, he sees 300 people. He forgets about why it was formed. He's now posting his own things, isn't it? Because we are like this, ministers. We come, he has washed us, he has cleansed us for a purpose. It is him that called us. It is him that knows what he wants us to do. You understand? But when we come, we, we have our own agenda. Now we behave like we are in ministry, but we are actually not in ministry. Mm. We have the, the poster and the packaging. But inside here, it's called a ha ha side hustle. You are doing something on the side. Now you must understand, my brothers and sisters, that God has called you, paid the price for you. Now you belong to him. When you belong to him, you have to ask him, Lord, what can I do? That is why our greatest prayer is that, Lord, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Our prayer should be, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. Yours be done. That is the nature of our calling. Are you understanding? That's the nature of our calling. 
every time. Lord, that my love should be a glory to you. Should bring honor to you. What is my next step? What is my next plan? What do you, would you want me to say? Because now you are a bond servant. You are a servant of the cross. Yeah? You've been bought. You are a slave of the cross. So you, you, you don't come with your own things. So that is the nature of our calling. Then the next is God's grace. God's grace. God's grace. And number one, we are saying that God's grace, we receive God's grace. The source of God's grace is in Christ. Hmm? There is no other source. You know right now, there is a lot of preaching about grace, grace, source of grace, tap on the grace. But the source of grace is in what? In Christ. The source is in Christ. Number two, that grace, Paul is saying, that grace was manifested when he appeared. The grace <laughs> that. Now, Paul is, the, is a preacher of grace. Eh? And we see a lot of grace in the new covenant, in the New Testament. This is to tell you that grace did not start the other day. Because the Bible also tells us Noah found grace. It means grace has always been there. God gave us grace in Christ. Ephesians chapter 1 verse number 4. He says he chose us in Christ. That means he chose us before the foundations of eh? in the beginning of ages God chose you in Christ and then gave you grace in who? In Christ. Okay? But several years after then you were born. After he had chosen you. Chosen you, right? But when Christ appeared, now manifestation of grace. That means the word became flesh. Now we are able to witness grace. That grace is very interesting. That grace, number three is what removed death from us. Delivered us from death. Oh death, where is your sting? Where are you? You've lost your sting, why? Because the grace. Eh? Yes. Do you know you can live a life of freedom away from the fear of death. Yeah? A friend of ours was sharing with us the other day about bathing hot water, preparing for hell. But when God rescues you, death is there, but death loses its sting. 
Because number four, now this grace has given us life. This grace has given us life. The grace of God has given us life. The Bible in fact says it has brought life and immortality. Immortality, that means we can live forever. <laughs> now we can live forever. This is a test of what is about to come. The grace of God has now given us life and immortality. This grace, number five, we are talking about this grace. Ah, this is interesting because it is this grace that has made me a minister. He says, a preacher, an apostle, a teacher. The grace of God has made me what? A minister. It is the grace that makes you a minister. You, you see why a lot of us fail? From the foregoing discussion that we are having, from the beginning, that Paul, an apostle by the will of God, then grace has made me a minister, an apostle, a teacher, a preacher. Are you seeing why most of us are failing? Because we think, now, to be a minister, let me go to uh, a, a public speaking class. To be a minister, let me get... You know, we've been told there are so many other things you need to get first for you to be a minister. Eh? Growing your skill is not bad. It is fanning to flame the gift of God that is upon you. But the appointing authority is God. If God has not made you a minister, no matter how eloquent you are, you are not a minister. No matter how polished you are, you can even go to Bible school. But if the grace has not appointed to you a teacher, so the grace has made me or appointed me a teacher. And then number six is interesting. This is your best point. Eh? This grace of God is the one that is making me to suffer. For this reason, I also suffer these things. These things. These things is singular or plural in your... These things. Yes. The, gospel, the, the grace of God has delivered me from death. The grace of God has appointed me a minister. But the grace of God... <laughs> that, that, is, that is the first place that I've seen uh, people you know, confirm with their Bible. We were going on well uh, until now. <laughs> yeah? So the next point is about shame. Our perspective of shame. Shame. That is number what? Number nine. Perspective of shame. 
And Paul is telling Timothy why we should not be ashamed. Why? We should not be ashamed. Number one, why should we not be ashamed? These are whole Sunday sermon. Why? The topic today, I'm giving you topics. You know this, you, you, you can do one hour sermon. Hmm? Why you should not be ashamed? Number one. Because I know whom I believed. The object. I know him. I know whom I believed. I know him. I know whom I believed. Unajua ni hile najua uyomze. Najua uyomze. I know him. I know him. What one was wasi? What will happen? What will happen? But ah, hmm? I know him. Mnongeju yanani? Uyo namjua. I cannot be ashamed. Why? I know whom I have believed. Number two, I know his ability. That means I know what he is able to do. Eh? That he is able. Relax. I know him. But secondly, I know his ability. I know what he's able to do. Hmm? Number three, I know how long. Yeah? I know how long. And to what extent? Najua Mungu anaweza enda kwa extent gani kwa ajili yangu. He says until that day. That means until he's able to present you. Ah, it's not over until he says it is. It is over. Before the Lord says it's over, it's not it over. I know him. I know that he's well able. Hmm. You're number four. He says what I've committed to him. Meaning, I cannot be ashamed because it is not my battle. It's not my burden. Eh? I have handed it over. I'm not the one handling what you are thinking I'm handling. Hmm? I cannot be ashamed because it is not my place. It is not my responsibility. The one of the responsibility is there. For I know whom I believed. I know that is well able. Right? Paka siku ya mwisho. What I have committed to him. So are you seeing why you should not be ashamed? Commit to him. Don't carry what is not yours. Throw it up. Leave it to him. The boss principle. The Lord is, Christ is the Lord of the church and he has a vision for his church. He has a vision for his church. So, are you able to understand that? Mm. 
Then we'll move to number 10. Is it number 10? Our pattern. Our pattern. Our pattern. What is our pattern? Our pattern. Hold fast to the pattern. Our pattern number one is sound words. Sound words. Maneno ya kujenga. The words that are full of grace. Our pattern. It's a pattern of sound words. And that pattern is that pattern number two we have learned from those who have gone ahead of us. You remember the ancestors in the opening? That we have served according. Like who? Like in the pattern of our ancestors, isn't it? There is a pattern we've learned from them. There is a pattern that we have learned from them. That pattern, number three, is it number three? Comes from faith and love in Jesus Christ. Our pattern is faith and love in Jesus Christ. Come from our love for Christ. Our pattern is not other tradition, religious tradition, the church's tradition, what churches are doing. Our pattern, we emulate the love and faith in Christ Jesus. Number four, that pattern comes from the spirit that dwells in us. Okay? That spirit that dwells in us. The Bible says he speaks, he groans in us. With groanings that cannot be uttered. He is the one that seals us. Isn't it? On the day of our redemption. He's the one that cries in us, Abba Father. He's the, he's the one that shows us what the Lord is doing. He's the one that brings in remembrance the things soever that the Lord has taught us. He's the one that gives us the pattern of the Father. The Spirit that dwells within us. The Spirit that dwells within us. And then the pattern was that which was committed to you. There is something that was committed to you on your day of redemption. It's like the ministry entrusted to you. See, there is something entrusted to you, entrusted to your care. And the Bible tells us, fulfill the ministry that was entrusted to you. So you need to ask yourself question. What ministry was entrusted to you? You need to sit down, evaluate, think. What ministry was I entrusted? Because a lot of people grapple over life not knowing what they are called to do. Hmm? And the faster, you better spend enough time to find out what you are called to than being busy doing things that you are not so sure about. Because we walk through life when you get to 40, 50, then you what am I supposed to do? So you, you find you've tried so many things. So many things. Come Bachelor of Science General. Hmm? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, okay. I started here and here. Small, 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 small. Hmm? Now, let me finish by this. The kind of ministers that we have. The kind of ministers that we have. The type, the, or the type of team members. There are a lot of type of team members. 
Ah. Are we breaking this word small enough so that we are able to understand? Yeah. See, you have read 2 Timothy before. Mm. Okay, so the team members we have, number one, team members. Number one, team members are those who depart. They run away. They are forsakers. Hmm? Figelas. Figelas, eh? And homogenes, eh? And there are many. Those are the team leaders, the representatives. Everybody in Asia, eh? Among them, who? Eh? Hey, come on, read. Mm. There are people who in your walk of faith they are going to leave you to depart. Now unajua why they were departing? Unakumbuka tulisema Paul akiambia nini? Suffer for the gospel and also don't be ashamed of people who suffer. Do you know there are people who run away from your life because of what you're going through? Mm. You look like a plague. You look like something that is wrong with your life. Kuna watu ambao unapoanguka katika shimo. That is the last time that you, you see them. Even the people you used to help. Unaona hii sasa ile unakimbia na gari kubwa hivi account number iko na nini na nini Mpesa zina you know zinafanya kazi. Your friends. Then you fall in a ditch like this. Then you're trying to reach them. Hey, nani, tukutane. Ah, niko busy. Nasema, oh, you know so and so. Ah, uyo, pengine tulisoma nae, na shule ilikuwa kubwa. Shule ilikuwa kubwa. Are you understanding? So, figures and homogens, these are the kind of, they forsake. And there are many, they say, you know Asia is big, eh? They say, all those in Asia. Ah, wakatembea. But number two, there are those who remain. Now those who remain are not many. And I don't see for us. I for us. Moja tu, moja tu. I for us. I'm back here. And I say, when the chini, when the Jew, when the sideways. Me, I'm with you. Let's look a little bit about honest for us. We honest for us. Eh? Onesiphorus was not ashamed of me, Paul is saying. You know where Paul is? Paul is in a dungeon. Paul is in prison. Paul is in chains. Nobody wants to associate with him. But Onesiphorus is not ashamed. Onesiphorus hmm? is not ashamed. Do you, do you find somebody in your life who is not ashamed of you? Sema hata muende chini, hata kuwe na headline. Me, I'm your friend. Eh? Not ashamed. Number two, he said, he refreshed me. He refreshed me. Ni mtu ambaye, ukiwa chini, auna kitu, ama nini, bado anakuletea unga. Anakuletea kitu ya kunyo. Nisema, the little I have, let us share. Okay? He refreshed me. Honesty for us. 
he refreshed me. And he says when he came to Rome, he looked for me. There are people who look for you. Look out for you. So number three, he looked out for, they look out for you. He said, he searched and searched until he was able to find me. Uyo ni mtu si, si alego, oh, nilikuwa Nairobi, by the way, hata last month nilikuwa Nairobi, no. Ni watu wanakutafuta, like, where do you stay, Leo? Where do you work? I want to come and see. see. They look out for you. That means, I may spend time, energy, resources, kukutafuta. Mali uko. Na unajua, kaulizia, kajua, oh, ule jamaa, msoma nae, oh, nini, Squeeze in the, uh, in the uh, industrial prison. Say, so, okay, visiting me, what time? Uyo naenda kuwana. Na kitoka uko. Sama, ata lewa social media, ma, nini, Facebook yake, kumuliza what is in your mind. Sama, people, like today, I just reconnected with my friend. Hmm? Number four, he serves. You remember the service he did when he was at Ephesus. You remember? May the Lord just have mercy on him. Mungu amurumie tu saa hii. Na siku ile ya kiyama pia, Mungu afanye nini? Amurumie. God to give him mercy. Mungu amurumie tu huyo jamaa. He has been a great blessing to me. Afflictions of ministry. Afflictions of ministry. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for bringing us to your house tonight. Thank you because your word is true. Your word is life. Your word is spirit. Encourage us by your word and cause us to walk in the newness of life. For my brothers and sisters tonight, for every need that they have, for every burden that they carry, I pray that you, awesome Lord, shall be able to lift that off their back and that you shall give them peace. Show them your way, O oh God, and cause them to walk in your paths. Even for our giving tonight, you bless our giving, you multiply our seed, you cause an increase to come our way. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.